0: Day as I stand before you, I'm going to ask that you would turn with me to the book of Acts. The book of Acts, and we're going to focus in on the first chapter of Acts. Acts chapter 1, we're going to really focus in on verse number 8, very familiar verse number 8 and I'm going to just start reading at verse 6 and I'll read to um, verse 11 that is verse 6 in the first chapter of Acts says so when they had come together they were asking him saying Lord is it at this time you're restoring the kingdom to Israel. He said to them, If it is not it is not for you to know times or epochs which the Father has fixed by his own authority. Verse eight says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest part of the earth. Verse 9 says, And after he had said these things, he was lifted up while they were looking on, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And as they were gazing intently into the sky while he was going, behold, two men in white clothing stood beside him they also said "Men of Galilee why do you stand looking into the sky this Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in just the same way as you have watched him go into heaven I want to talk about refocusing your focus refocusing your focus You know, a focus is where we really, uh, I guess, devote our attention. And sometimes, I don't think we mean to, I believe our focus is uh, in the wrong place. And we have to refocus our focus back to where it really needs to be. Now, this book of Acts is a uh, book that was written... Uh, It's between what we call the Gospels, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and it's between the epistles, which are the letters that the majority of them were written to the various churches that had been formed within the book of Acts. So Jesus was wrapping up his mission. Jesus' mission was that he would come and We think that his mission was just to come and die. That was ultimately his main responsibility. But if you notice, when he came, he came and he grabbed some other people that he was going to prepare them that they could carry on what he was starting as he was introduced in the book, uh, uh, the the Gospels. He grabbed 12 people that he prepared and taught that he kept with him protégés if you might say yes. he was training them he called them disciples which is what we're labeled yes. he was training these individuals that when he left because he knew he didn't come to stay uh-huh. uh, he, he, when he left he had left them in charge to carry on the work that he started yes. so he came and after he had trained them, he went on and did ultimately what he was here for. That was to settle a debt that mankind had incurred with God that couldn't settle on their own. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you. Sometimes you'll go and you make debts with people and uh seem like you can't settle them on your own. And you need somebody to come help you settle them. Perhaps you had an account at a store. Uh-huh. And you couldn't settle that debt. Or maybe somebody came in and... Uh, uh, paid that debt for you. Yeah. And, and, and they settled it, but you became owing to them. And that's what Jesus was really all about. He came in to settle a debt. Man had sinned against God. He had gone against what God had told him not to do. And he incurred a great debt. And the only way that debt could be settled was through his son, Jesus Christ, which was really God wrapped up in flesh that came down to earth to settle the debt or pay the debt that was owed to him. After he settled the debt, they they put him on a cross. They buried him, and in other words, they crucified and buried him. And uh, he said that he would be raised up in three days. They thought he was talking about a physical temple, but he he was raised up, and that's where we meet him in this first chapter of Acts. He's come. He's been crucified. He's been buried. He's been resurrected. So he came back for 40 more days. He had some final things that he needed to teach his disciple as to what they need to do yeah. uh, until he leave and come back again. Yeah. So he, 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 he calls them together. On his way, he's about to catch a cloud out of here. Yeah. And he calls them together. And he gives them some final instructions uh-huh. on what they need to do. Yeah. So when they come together, uh, he gives them some struggle. He says, look, I'm getting ready to go. Uh-huh. You Remember I told you now, I wasn't going to leave you as orphans. Yeah. So so when I get where I'm going, I'm going to get with the Father and we're going to send back uh, uh, the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. See, I, I, and I'm going to send back some help because you demonstrated to me you can't make it on your own down on this earth. So he sent back the Holy Spirit, and 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 and, and well, he told him, I, I, "I'm I'm getting ready to go, but I want you to stay where you are now. That's right. Until I send back this help that I told you in the person of the Holy Spirit. That's right. And as he uh, was wrapping up, it says that in verse six. Let me let me pick up. It says that uh, so when they had come together, they were asking him, saying, "Lord." Is it at this time you are restoring the kingdom of Israel? I want you to take note of something. He was telling them that I'm getting ready to send back the Holy Spirit and and I want you to uh, go back and wait before you get out. Uh But look at what they asked him. Uh Say, Lord, uh, is it at this time you're restoring the kingdom of Israel. Sometimes we get so caught up in what's going on around us, we lose focus in what we ought to really have focus on. That's right. Uh, we've got this pandemic going on. We're so caught up in when this pandemic is going to end until we've lost focus on what we really ought to be doing. We got some other problems going on, and this is normal. This is real. Uh, we 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 we're, we're so caught up in what's going on somewhere else until we lose focus. He told them, "I want you to go wait till the Holy Spirit." And then he tells them in verse eight. He says, "Uh." Uh, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and what other the most part of the earth he gives them the instruction on what they ought to be focused on and hold up till the Holy Spirit comes hold up till your power comes but they're asking him about whether he's getting ready To set up his kingdom. Or put the kingdom back in Israel's hands. You got to understand. Because of their disobedience. That's the reason he took it out of their hands. Uh Uh, Because they didn't want to do what he was telling them to do. They began to do their own little thing. Like we do. But they're asking him. He said go up in the open room. And just wait till you hear from me. But they're asking him. Are you getting ready? (laughs) To set up this kingdom again? Uh They lost their focus on what God is telling them to do. Yeah. Uh-uh. He tells them, well, hey, look, it's not for you to know certain things. Yeah. If you'll just do what I need for you to do, you'll be okay. Good, right. So, then he tells them, I'm getting ready to send you some power back. You ought to be waiting in the upper room and you worried about when you're going to get the kingdom uh, uh, back in your hands. See they were under a Roman rulership Leadership mm-hmm. And the Romans no doubt was treating them kind of bad uh-huh. And they wanted to reestablish No doubt they probably had in their minds Wait till we get our power back uh-huh. But they had power waiting on them But they didn't really understand What God was really doing It wasn't about getting your kingdom back right now But it was about you being obedient Waiting on me So he says uh, It's not for you to know this Right. Some things is not for you know. We trying to figure out when is Christ coming back. We are looking at everything that's happening around here. People crazy. People shoot people on freeways. Teens dying like crazy. Yeah. And we're trying to figure out when, Lord, you gonna change this stuff. Yeah. God is telling us, I've given you an assignment. You probably won't ever know.
1: Yeah. But don't
0: focus on trying to figure out when I'm gonna straighten. Don't, what, what you need to do That's right. says that don't worry about that but but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you hmm. says when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and if you read further in books in, in chapter 2 you see the Holy Power has already come Amen. so every believer that sits in here If I was to ask, are you a believer? And you said, yes, I'm here to declare that you have been filled with that Holy Power Spirit. You say, well, how do I know? First of all, the Word says so. See, that's the first way you know. If if you got faith in God, you got faith in His Word. But but I got some other things here I'm going to share with you. That you'll know whether you got the Holy Spirit living inside of you. First of all, if you have Holy Spirit power, I'm going to suggest these things now. You're going to have some courage. Uh, You say, well, well, what is courage? Well, courage is the power to stand up. You remember certain things that you wouldn't stand up to. You see you needed to stand up to it and you wouldn't stand up to it. If you Guy asked me he, he about a student. And I've mentioned her before and I won't call her name anymore, but a student I work with. And the principal asked me, Well, does she have a job? I said, no, that's why we have a greeting up at the front because she can't deal with a job because there's some other obstacles distracting her. Yeah. So I went on, I say, I know I'm outside the scope of my authority in my job description but I just want to whisper in your ear what I think that was courage uh, uh, her mama won't even stand up for her so I decided I'd take a stand for her but, but, but not only does the power of the Holy Spirit gives us courage it gives us boldness uh. what you mean boldness well I, not only did I stand up I begin to speak on her behalf See we're we're, going to stand up for God I'm going to take a stand While other people talking God down Or talking all that old craziness I'm going to stand up And let people know that uh, I am a believer But not only am I going to stand up I'm going to speak up You know you come into church And you might sit at the back. But as time go on and you begin to grow and you get stronger, you begin to move on up. You begin to find your place in ministry. And you begin to stand up. But not only do you just stand up, you begin to speak up. You begin to open your mouth. But not only does it give us courage, not only does it give us boldness, but it's give, it gives us confidence. Confidence is that power to believe that God can work through me. Uh, you're looking at a person, boy. I, I, I thought everybody could stand up and speak other than myself. Never wanted to stand before people and open my mouth and say nothing. I'm okay sitting on the back, but one day the Holy Spirit got a hold of me and, Gave me confidence. that you can do what I tell you. You can do. You can do what I call you to do. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. I don't know. You know that old saying we used to use. Cat got your tongue. Uh. They thought a lion had mine. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Didn't want to say a word. Oh, I always thought I was going. power of the Holy Spirit gives you courage not only does it give you boldness not only does it give you confidence but it gives you insight in other words let me see if I can help you with insight here it's power to see beyond the visible I just mentioned that building next door and I just know it's next door but I can use that as an example it, yeah. it, it, I can't see it over there yeah. but I know it's over there and that's what the Holy Spirit can do yeah. I don't know if you've ever been reading scripture over there. And, 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 and you read something and yeah. in black and white you really can't see what it's saying to you That's right. but when you're by yourself sometime maybe late at night or just when you're off doing something, even walking or driving, all of a sudden it gets clear to you what God was really saying. Amen. Amen. Okay, you ever been there? Yeah. Uh, y'all act like y'all not talking. I'm not talking to you. Have you ever been there? All right. Been Yeah. Been there? Yeah. Uh, Come here. Uh, yeah, it'll give you insight. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. I see you, Yolanda. Yeah. Why you on the road sometimes, It get inside. <laughs> I know it. I know it well. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. yeah. 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 But 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 not only insight but it, it it gives you ability. Yeah, Abilities. Yeah. Like I say, things that you didn't think you could do. Yeah. i never thought <laughs> I could stand before a group of people. And we're not many, but I stood among some people that I thought boy they had it going on. Uh, I, I, and believe me, I'm never trying to boast because whatever I've done. I know it's because the power of the Holy Spirit had empowered me to do it. I remember one Sunday they had a county commissioner conference. My pastor walked up to me and he said, I need you to go over to this church. They got a group of commissioners and they're having this big conference. And I like, you don't need me. You got the wrong one. You don't need me. But he said, yeah, you were called for this. I said, what what are you talking about? This man lost his mind. But, but, But I was obedient. To talk to yeah, yeah. these commissioners, these people that you would think they're up here, yeah. right. but yet they're on your level because they live on the same world you live in. Right. They got yeah. problems like you got problems, right. even though I go to work at Fort Bend, they go to work at the county commissioner. Yeah. But it's the same old stuff, yeah. Yeah, you All right. gives you the ability, yeah. Yeah, right. young people. Let me address you. Yeah. You might feel like that you can't do something. Yeah. But if you got high, I see you, Tiana. Uh, I see you, Tammy. You're talking. You're not listening. Yeah. But if you feel like you can't do something, yeah. I guarantee if you feel like you can't do math, I guarantee the power of the Holy Spirit can help you do math. Uh, you right. feel like you can't read, Little Ray Jr. Yeah. Uh, I, I promise you, Call on the Holy Spirit. Right. He can help level your words out. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. He can. Amen. But, but, but not only does he give us yes. courage, not only does the power of the Holy Spirit give us boldness. Yeah. Yes. Confidence. Yeah. Insight. Uh-huh. Ability. Uh-huh. But but here's the key. Yeah. He gives us the authority. All right. That's the right to utilize all these things all right. that he has all right. given us. All right. Remember, you had the authority. Mm-hmm. So Jesus, they were focused on something that they shouldn't be focused on. Yes, sir. And he said, look, I'm sending back the Holy Spirit because we're living in a time where people need to know about me. Yeah. So he says that, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. He said, now I'm not just giving you power so you can walk around and just try to dominate everybody. But I'm giving you this power. Because I want you to be a witness for me. Don't think he just gave you confidence that you can be all prideful and arrogant. Don't think that he just gave you courage because you can tell people and put them in their place. But he's given you this that you can be a witness for him. That's right. You say, well, well what is a witness? Uh, okay. Well, okay. what he wants you to do is a witness is somebody that testifies on behalf of a person, place, or thing. Yeah. thing. It, it is somebody that tells what they have seen, what they have experienced, what they have heard. And, and, and that's what he wants you to do. Yeah. See, see, we're all about not us. But but the goal is about uh, making him known yeah. to others who don't know him. Yeah. So so he gives us power to be his witness. Yeah. And he says, look, okay, why do I witness this stuff? Okay, I understand. First of all, I, I had my focus on trying to figure out when the pandemic going to be over. And I, I, I'm trying to understand when is all this craziness going to stop that's going on in the world. Uh, when people going to stop shooting people. When people are going to stop breaking in stores, dragging people on the floor. And I know all this stuff. And, and it's a legitimate question. I know that. Oh, yeah. it, it's legitimate. When the price of gasoline going to stop going up. Hasn't it gone up quite a bit uh, When is it going to stop going up uh, When is all these troubles Going to stop coming my way Even though that I'm your child uh, uh, But he said Don't don't worry about it uh, He's not saying don't be concerned now." Don't, don't misunderstand it Goodbye. But he's saying don't put your Focus so much on these things But focus on what I told you to do He's saying that I want you to be a witness For me Amen Say, matter of fact, I don't even know.
1: Uh, I'm going to sit in his
0: right hand and I don't even know what you're asking me. Because he don't want you to know, but he don't want to close your mind up with anything that's going to stop you from doing what he wants you to do. That's right. So he says, uh, but you will receive power. And I can't stress it enough. You have received this power. Now you know what this power will do for you. Give you more confidence. Give you the ability to have more courage and be more boldness. And now he's told you what you ought to be doing with all these things that he's given you. You ought to be witnessing. You ought to be testifying. Of what God has really done in your life. You ought to be testifying how you know you had those pink bills and you were behind on your mortgage and you behind on the condo and you had cried out to god and god sent sister so and so a brother so to your house yeah. and help you meet those obligations that you were behind on maybe he sent one of the governmental agencies that was able to provide i know i can testify uh at the times when i was really down and out i can testify I was so proud. I wouldn't even go get food at these food places. I was just—that's just the way I was. Uh, I, I told you before. Every kid eat free at school now. Can you imagine? We used to have to sign up for free lunch. Every kid eat free now in school. Uh-huh. But but I didn't want to eat free lunch. And my dad used to talk to the people, and I was embarrassed. What I used—what well, we were embarrassed about these kids thrive on it now. What I'm trying to tell you is that uh, I've seen some tough times and it wasn't long ago. I remember, had to close the store down, didn't have a job. My age was at a point where I, uh, I had to take all my birth dates and all the dates off my resume yes, so people wouldn't recognize how old I was right. and still couldn't get a job. All right. All right. And right. I remember my pride had to be crushed and I had to go to places and get food canned goods and hopefully they have a little meat had to move Uh didn't have enough money to move Uh but I'm going to be a witness and testify I know it was God when somebody called me one day I'm looking for a place to stay and say did you call me about a (laughs) place I want to say, lady, I ain't bit more cold. you, no place. but I sure need one. Right, yeah. Today I live there, hoping to buy the place. Hey, it, it. it was God. Hey, My man. life feels mm-hmm. pink. You know the color? Uh, shut off oh, yeah. yeah. Gentlemen. I don't know, they got pink and yellow, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, some of y'all yeah. don't know what the colors are. <laughs> on, I, I know the colors quite well. Yeah. All right. mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to go to these places for assistance. Yeah. yeah. I go anyway. One Monday, I didn't want to go and get rent. I've been calling this place over and over again. Never could get through yeah got so that I knew this lady was gonna slap me with about I think 5% if I was one day late Uh, uh. so I take off I don't get an assignment that morning I go over they take care of my light and gas bill Yeah. this same place told me to come in that morning I go in Five minutes. She said, oh, oh Miss Franklin. I said, well, I work at Fort I, ISD. You know I'm using every leverage I can. <laughs> Five minutes. Come on, she tell me, oh, yeah, Miss Franklin, matter of fact, we can pay all this rent. <laughs> Hallelujah! It was God! Oh, I, can help. Help. I can testify to those things! That's right. no, nobody I-, I told you. Nobody I-, 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 I look pretty clean up here, but I been caught up in some stuff, too. Amen. Yeah. I've been caught up in some mess and you have too. I ain't gonna get out here on this limb by myself. You've been caught up in some stuff and you couldn't get out on your own. Amen. I, I remember yeah. I go to this track and they got a hill out there. <laughs> I, I was calling on God as I walked around the track, but it looked like he didn't hear me. Yeah. Yeah. I decided if I go up on the hill, i will be a little closer. Yeah. I go and I call on him, Lord, if you don't help me. Yeah i can't get out on my own if you don't help me right. and, and it seemed like i didn't like how he did it but he helped me he got me out it was god that's the witness he talking about oh. just telling people when it looks like it's impossible yeah. that this is what god did for me and he tells me that he don't specialize in just individuals. He's not a respectable person, but he'll do it for you if That's you right. just call him and give him a chance. That's right. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. He'll do it. Yeah. Boy, I ought to call for testimonies right here, Pastor Collins. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't beat people. not enough space for all the testimonies. Yeah. I can see them running from all over. Let me tell you my story. Yeah. That's what he wants us to do. That's right. He say, well, let me give you some further directions. Yeah. What I want you to do is tell your story. I want you to tell it at home. Talk to your family members. He said, Jerusalem. Uh-huh. But he say, tell your story at home. All right. Then he said, when you tell your story at home, why don't you kind of go to the neighbor's house? Yeah. Say Judea and Samaria. Yeah. But then. I, I, I want you to tell it everywhere else you go too. But but uh-huh. but I want you to. Isn't it interesting to say I want you to tell it at home. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's easier to go. To the utmost uh-huh. parts of earth than tell it at home. Uh-huh. Because that's the hardest place. To share your testimony. Uh-huh. Right. Girl, you better get out of here. I knew you were. Uh-huh. They don't want to hear it. Sometimes I'm talking to my son yeah, I say look here little old Nero yeah. You ain't the only one well, Dad you know it was yeah. different during y'all time yeah. I had peer pressure too yeah. Yeah. I wanted some stuff too Yeah. But no no dad you don't understand No you don't understand Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe you got more of it than I had But I had it too It was just as strong pulling on me yeah. As it's pulling on you. You know, we justify a lot of stuff. Telling people, yeah, 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 well, yeah. Technology has made it well. They bombarded probably a lot more than we are. Yeah. But but ain't it ain't interesting though. I think God has prepared us for the time we were born in. Isn't it interesting? When I got a problem with my phone, I remember getting this iPhone and I didn't know how to work it. certain things I want to do, I don't know how to do this stuff. So I would stop one of the kids in the hallway. And before I knew it, they would... Wait a minute, I need to learn. I need to show me. (laughs) But they live in that era. Okay? Uh, You can get a two-year-old, or maybe a a nine-month-old, and you can ask them something about technology, and I promise you, they will do it at the blink of an eye. Well, what are you saying, Franklin? What I'm trying to tell you is that God has dealt with these kids from the time they were born like he dealt with us when we were born. Amen. So he's saying that I didn't just give you power that you can go around in boats. I didn't just give you power that you can think you better than anybody else. That's right. But I told you to go wait in that upper room until I sent you some popcorn. Uh-huh. Because sometimes you'll go and do some stuff before your time. That's right. I don't know if you ever thought. Have you ever looked at somebody and looked at their job? I know I have. And and, and if you're not careful, you'll think you can do their job better than them, mm-hmm. huh? If you ever been in corporate America, yeah, I mean, you see it all the time. Yeah. But not just corporate America's anywhere. Uh, we always know uh, Super Bowl coming on day. Uh, uh, we gonna look at some of those coaches and we gonna say, "What? Well, why didn't he tell them to do this?" Uh-huh. But it's a different story when you get down on sidelines with him. Different story. We we, we we always think that we can do a job better than the next person, and some of us can. I'm not gonna deny that at that, that point. But but be careful. Yeah. That you don't get ahead of God! Yeah. yeah. That's it. Sometimes a lady came up to me the other day, she said, Miss Franklin, she said, uh, look, she was putting together some stuff and I'm being nosy. I'm asking her what she doing. She said, Well, I'm putting this together for what do they call it? E um, S ESY. I'm saying, well, what's the Why? Well, they have a program they call End of School Year. It's Extended School Year, where they go year-round. And and she say, "Uh, you still interested me in job coaching? I say, "Ben, there, did that? (laughs) Not interested anymore? She say, well, I was going to tell you. To get your foot in the door, you probably would want to sign up for Extended School Year Program. Mm. So, Joseph, you think I want to? Go two and a half more months than I've been almost nine months with these kids. <laughs> Look at this joke <laughs> No way. I need, thank God, for June, July, and part of August. <laughs> In other words, I do enough job coaching over nine months that I'm there, or nine and a half or however long I'm there. I'm not gonna sign up for this because God pulled me back and showed me some things that job coaches be going through it. I don't wanna go through it. I'm perfectly fine where I am. Because I ain't got but another year two, <laughs> And I'm out of here. So no. But 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 we he didn't give us power that we get arrogant. Right. We get all puffed up, but he wants us to be witness for him. Uh-huh. He wants us to tell other people that really need to hear about him. Right. He wants us to tell the lost, there's a better way. Right. He wants us to tell those that are bound and caught up that God can deliver you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he wants. That's why he's giving us the power. And I know our title is Refocus the Focus, but look at verse 6 or 7 they were talking about when he was coming back when he was going to set up king they had lost their focus and he had to refocus them on what they really needed to be thinking about is about witnessing on him but as we move down I want you to look at something else that happens to us all the time says uh, verse 9 and now And after he had said these things, he was lifted up while they were looking on. And a cloud received him out of their sight. Mm -hmm. We catch a car, we catch a limousine, Jesus caught a cloud. Uh, uh, That's interesting. He left you on a cloud. And now he had just helped them refocus their focus, right? They were asking him about setting up a kingdom on earth is this when you're going to set up a kingdom but look at what happened soon after he left and it's normal but we have to be careful Mm -hmm. that we don't lose our focus he said in verse 10 and as they were gazing intently into the sky while he was going Mm -hmm. behold two men in white clothing stood beside them they also said men of Galilee why do you stand looking into the sky? Man. What a question. This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in just the same way as you have watched him go. Man. No doubt, Deacon Roberts, if a cloud would come down and take you, yeah. uh, I'd be gazing too. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Man. We all would. Oh. Yeah. You know, I don't try to make this stuff unreal. But in our human mind, I'd be gazing. But no doubt, there was two angels there, and God had intentionally put those angels there to kind of help them refocus. First of all, they lost their focus because he was telling them to go wait until the power came in the person of the Holy Spirit. They ignored what he said and was asking him about is this the time they lost their focus. But here, yeah. soon after he helped them refocus, mm-hmm. look at what happened. Right. When he took off on his cloud vehicle, yeah. cloud limousine, mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it. Uh, yeah. They yeah. caught up and no doubt, they, 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 they looking up. Yeah. And it's something to see. Yeah. I, I'm looking and yeah. this man just took off on the cloud. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but they lost their focus, they looked to Focus on something, yeah. and it's not gonna focus on it, but we'll stay there. Yeah, work it. Out but he has to put people in place that would help us. You ever, you ever seen people daydreaming? Yeah. This girl in our yeah. class, uh, mm-hmm. um, she hear she voices, yeah. and that's why I was telling the principal about. She hear voices, that's why she can't go out. They sent her mm-hmm. out on a job. At, yeah. uh, they yeah. sent her to Kroger, as a matter of fact and she was supposed to have been restocking the shelves. And uh, she laid on the floor and just, I guess the boys just told her to lay down. She laid down and they had a hard time getting up. Um, We we take her to the front of the school in the foyer and uh, we let her greet people, open the door. And sometimes she'll lose her focus. She'll take off running and go sit down on the outside. Uh, You know, but but it's some issues that, what I was telling you, the boldness, I, I was just saying that some issues that haven't been addressed. How is it this girl uh, um, could be in school 14 years? 14 years, and this didn't just start. Uh, somebody just kind of looked over it. Uh, I was listening to the art that took place, let's and, and and I could hear the teacher that I work with telling her mama, uh, yeah, well, she engages in a few conversations with people that we can't see, but, but listen to what she told them. Uh, uh, but what we gonna do is uh now listen to this. Please listen at this. And, and I can't believe some stuff I hear. Uh but we gonna give her fifteen minutes a day where she can go and have conversation. say What? Have comma mama say okay. Okay. I know stuff sounds crazy, but 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 it's messed up. But 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 she would lose her focus. Uh sometime uh, uh you would call her, she'd be doing something. In, uh, and maybe she'd get in a conversation and, and she would lose her focus and, and I got now where I'd snap my fingers like she in the hip been hypnotized. I'd slap my fingers and that'll bring her out but, but she's out for a short time and go back in. And you say, why are you telling me that? We the same way! Come on. Come on. Yeah, right. They lost their kingdom and soon as he brought that focus back when he left on the cloud they stayed there a bit long. You say well how you know they stayed there long because those angels had to bring them back and I know there's something to see but but some of us are still looking at Jesus going up on cloud in our mind as we read this text we're not doing what God wants us to do in the church we're not working where God wants us to work in the church we're still caught up
1: with our heads
0: up to the heavens and he's telling us I'm going to require some action because that same God you saw go up will be the God that will come back one day the same way that he went up but, but you need to be about the business that he assigned to you Until he comes back. Yeah, I'm challenging it today. See, Lil Zion can be a strong church, but it's going to take everybody finding their place. That's why he, uh, I guess, used the analogy that the church is a body. My hands do certain things. My feet do certain things. My ears allow me to hear. My eyes see. And we have all those parts in the body. But this church never will be what God has ordained it to be. All right. Until we regain our focus and understand that sometimes things are drawing our attention that's causing us distractions from doing what God really wants us to do. So they say, why are you standing there, still looking up in the air, and I ask you today, say, why are you still standing there looking up in the air, when you ought to be singing in the choir, when you ought to be working on the Ursa Boy, when you ought to be teaching Sunday school. When you ought to be working in Bible study, you say, there you go, he meddling me now. And that's my intent. Sometimes we got to meddle folks before they'll get where they need to be. Why are you standing there gazing? He's going to come back. And when he come back, he's going to hold you accountable for the works that you did. He's going to hold you accountable what are you doing when I left you to do until I got back? You remember the parable where the landowner he left some people in charge and he went away. Uh, he left some talents, I believe it was. He went away and he came back and he held them accountable for what they did with the talents that he left. He's holding you responsible. What are you doing with the talents? that I've given you. What are you doing with the gifts that I've given you? What are you doing? Are you just standing there looking up in the sky? Are you rolling up your sleeves? Doing what God really wants you to do. You have to look in the mirror at yourself and you have to answer that question for yourself. But I know, Nilsai Zion Jerusalem, I know God says that You can make a greater impact than you're making in this community. I know we can do better than what we're doing in this community. I know that God want to use this church to bring glory to this community. But the question that you must ask, and not only ask, but answer. What am I doing my part?